0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside with Terry and Randy. And I'm Terry. And Randy, are you still Randy?
1: I am, at least for another few days.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we look in the mirror, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're going to be talking about 2024. We're rolling into 2024, and we look in the mirror. I've I've changed some. Let me back up, ladies and gentlemen, and say it this way. We are... Uh, rolling into in 2024 our 15th year of the trackside program now randy was going to give me a hard time probably because i i believe when we when we began this i said randy can you hang with us for a little while and help me get going because i you know i didn't know that much about nascar and he he said you know yeah i'll give you a few weeks And, and then now it's 15 years was that how it happened or not. And another thing too, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't start the issue with Danica at the track. That was Randy. So anyway, Randy, do you remember clearly? Cause I don't remember a lot cause 15 years is a long time and I'm, I'm quite a bit older than you. So can you clarify? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, before Randy clarifies, we are recording on Thursday this year. You're here on Friday because we got the big Tulsa shootout going on and I kind of wanted to cover some of that. So. This this program has been pre-recorded. Go ahead, Randy, tell us what really happened.
1: Well, the first thing is I want to know if you're Catholic because um you need to get to confession right away.
0: There's no way a dude with a little hat on is going to get me inside of a box.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Not in 2024 anyway. I mean, there's just too much going on to do that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm a follower of Jesus. I I would say yeah. I don't know Baptist, but no, I'm not getting in the box with the guy with a little hat on. Uh-uh.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we're off and running. That's great. Um, I would say there's a whole lot of things I thought you might say. But that just doesn't. That wasn't one of them. So I apologize for losing my composure there for just a
0: minute. Both. Forest Gump said, "Life is like a box of chocolates; you never know what you're going to get." Right? <laughs> I think wow. that, I think our audience is used to that by now. I, I hope.
1: <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Well, listen. Yes, this was supposed to be uh, a temporary gig, but my how time has flown. So, um, uh, it's, it it has been enjoyable. We've done a lot of great things. I mean, if you think about, you know, this time of year, we're everybody's always going. Well, the best of the of the past year of this, and the top ten of that, and the, you know all those kinds of things for this time this time of year that that uh, people talk about. I can remember some of the some of the great shows that we've done and some of the interesting places. And I remember the Ice House in Bunnell. I, I bet you remember that
0: one. Uh, I certainly that, do, no doubt.
1: Yeah, that that taught us a lesson or two right there, didn't it? Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think the ice house still remembers that show, and that's been like ten years ago. So
1: yeah, well, I'm glad somebody does because uh, part way through that, uh, I, I guess there was it must have been um, all you could consume uh, within an hour was some there was must must have been some sort of record going on
0: there, right? Um, but it was well, yeah, fine. and and we were you know we were kind of young at it. We would only been doing it about five years or so at that point, and we just didn't realize that you. I mean, they just but these really, you know, those girls that at a boxing, uh, event, you know, they carry those signs around. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had these girls that weren't carrying signs. They were carrying beers and we just didn't realize we weren't supposed to, you know, we were supposed to say no on the air. So we just kept on rolling and that's all we remember.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So great venue was fun. Um, you know, I remember, uh, our one of our maybe the first live show we did out on Sand zone and and how cold it was <laughs> and we thought we were yes. we were going to freeze to death and uh, it back in the days of uh what it was the um Nextel um and we had uh some of the uh the, the folks from there from Nextel that were there and just you know the Wood Brothers and and uh, that that uh that whole experience of interviewing those guys—I mean, it's—it's it's been an interesting time, and to think that 2024 ushers in our our the beginning of our 15th year—that's um, amazing. But you know, we'll also be making some changes in in 2024. So, um, looking forward to to those and you know new partners on the show, and
0: and that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I want you to talk about that before you move. Forward to with the, with a the new format and the new show type of thing. I'm um, um, looking back real quickly from my perspective. Uh, is the, all of those shows that we did with Hall of Famers really stand out in my mind because we got to we got to talk to some of the tip tops and Wood Brothers just being one of them. But you know the Allison's and others that was just incredible. I'll never forget and and the opportunity that they treated us like we were. You know, as ESPN or anybody that is big, big, big on the on the air was awesome, and we got to spend time with them. And those that thing I'll never forget. Meanwhile, though, twenty twenty four, we're going to do a lot of cool things. Randy's got some great ideas, and we've got some new sponsors that are coming on board. And uh, tell us a little bit about about some of that, Randy. You got some good stuff.
1: Yeah, we're we're <coughs> excited. Uh, I think the the best part for the fans is we're going to be very. Deliberate in our um, and how we re- how we do the show from a standpoint of you know there'll be a, a, a Cup Series report and an Xfinity Series report and a Truck Series report. Um, there certainly will be a, um, a local, uh, which will include Volusia and and New Smyrna. Included in that would be um, the the little New Smyrna uh, quarter midget group. Um, and in there will be not just our own local racing, but local racing in general so there's a lot of short track racing all around the uh, the country that uh, that we I think we should report on and there 's great stuff going on. Think about what goes on at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway and uh, you know over on the west part of florida there's a lot that goes on and so so there's there's some uh some of that will be part of what we do and um, um I'm working on a segment. I think that'll be fun if we can put it all together. That'll be kind of a this day in history and, and or where are they now? Some of the some of the the NASCAR uh, personalities of the past and what are they doing and what's going on? Um, and I hope um, that we'll be able to do a two wheel segment. You know, what's the world of um, the world of um, motorcycle racing? and uh plan we plan to do that as well so it's going to be action packed there's going to be an awful lot um and uh you'll hear, you'll hear from some different you'll you'll get some driver interviews that uh both that are that have aired on other uh types of media but will also be those that we get to do ourselves and uh, and get to present to to our fans and our listeners and um you know we're we're excited because we'll also be syndicating this we've we've already got our first first uh uh syndication uh, that will that will announce a little bit later um, but uh, it'll be airing not only um on uh, the traditional radio and certainly podcasts and the internet but also on another uh, another network so uh we're excited about being able to deliver even more than we've done in the past and uh, keep you informed with what's going on in the, in the racing world. It's going to be a lot more work for us, that's for sure. But, um, and then, you know, we've, we've got new sponsors that are going to come on board um, already have agreed Um, document technologies will be a part of our show. Um, Daytona's garage is going to be a a big part of the show uh, as as a partner um, one Daytona will be a partner in the show. Uh, Aaron Delgado um, Law Firm w- is also um, going to be uh, uh, a-, a sponsor. And Unifirst, uniforms, one of the largest uniform companies in the world, um, is going to be a partner with us on the-, on the radio show. They happen to, as you already know, Terry, they sponsor, uh, I think it's four races, um for Chase Elliott
0: in the in the Cup yep. series. Yep, it's Four Races since we were talking about that last week. So that that's a huge one and and you know gives us a lot more credibility, there's no doubt about it. And I, I would say it's I'm really proud to have an attorney on board, B, because some of the things you say on the air, Randy, it's good that we <laughs> have those things.
1: Well, you know, Aaron Delgado is a local attorney. Um he he's probably most well known um for uh being a criminal defense attorney but he does the full gamut he has a full law practice that uh, every, personal injury um every kind of every kind of law uh that you that you really um you could use uh and and the other thing about him I what I like about Aaron is that he's uh, he'll give you if if he doesn't believe he can do the best job or he doesn't have the best person for the job, he will recommend somebody uh, just to make sure you get taken care of. So I think um, um, no matter what, it's worth a call to Aaron and get a and consult with him and then he'll help you or he'll help find you somebody who will.
0: Yeah. And we'll probably have an opportunity in the near future <clears throat> as these new sponsors come on board to talk to some of them live and, and yes. hear more about what they do and all that. Right. Kind of, Give them a, a chance to speak for themselves.
1: Absolutely, definitely, yes, sir. And and you know and and the other thing that I I, I gotta I uh, appreciate is that um, uh, you know Bill Gallagher will still be a part of the show Solar Fit. I was kidding around with Bill today. You know he's one of the um, he is the founder. We call him uh, he's the he's the founding sponsor, founding partner. Of Daniel, Dye's, Daniel Dye Racing, he has been with us since the beginning, um, so and he gets to, he's going to stay on the and do the the be a partner of the radio show as well. So you know, not everything is brand new. Um, certainly, you're not brand new, Terry. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but, and tell me
0: again, what was Delgado's phone number?
1: Yeah, <laughs> alright <laughs> Yeah, I'm picking on, I'm picking on your, your advanced age, uh, advanced yeah. age in life. There you go. Yeah.
0: There you go. <laughs> okay. uh,
1: but, uh, hey, and you know what? And if, if, if we, if we goof, we'll fix it. If we, uh, if, if the, if the format that we've just suggested that we're going to use doesn't work, we'll, we'll drop back and, uh, and regroup and, and, uh, you know, deliver to you what you want. You know, it's a lot of what we're talking about here is what the fans have been telling us. So um, that's why we're, that's why these changes are coming.
0: Well, they're exciting changes. There's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, we're expanding in the local areas It's great. There's so much racing going on. We're going to talk a little bit about that in a, in a little while, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting. Yep. It'll be a lot more work, but uh, the show will be maybe a little faster pace because we've got to cover all this stuff pretty quickly, but uh, we're going to get the information out there and, the audience continues to grow and hey you know what randy i think you and i would definitely join hands and say thank you to the audience that has hung with us because without the audience we wouldn't be here for 15 years they you know, between the audience and the sponsors they've they've uh, stayed with us for a long time 15 years is quite a while in this day and age
1: well that's true you know we're also going to have a, a pretty significant social media presence with trackside and there you'll find um a, tra- a trackside link on uh, Daniel Die Racing. You'll be able to listen to the show. Uh, you'll also be able to interact and you know propose questions, and so it's going to be a robust effort. Um, uh, you know, it's not going to be just week. Y- yeah, you can hear. It. Well, you can hear the show whenever you want. You can access it, of course, when when you choose. But you'll also um, there'll be other things going on throughout the week. So it's a, it's a lot to undertake, but it's. Um, it's a very positive uh, I think a, a positive effort going into the 15th year You know, that's a long time to be
0: on the radio that's for sure. Yeah it certainly is it's unusual no doubt and you look at the shows that are on most of them have not been on that long for sure. Also Flagger Broadcasting of course will still be carrying the program you can still yeah. go to the Flagler Broadcasting websites uh, the, the podcast will be up there for weeks so you can go back and hear old shows and uh, social media presence and all that there. So combined effort, um, golly, I guess we're going to have to wear sunglasses when we go in grocery stores now because we'll be big stars, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, but it, but that's a good thought anyway.
0: <laughs> all right, well, speaking of good thoughts and uh, good stuff going on, there's a lot going on in uh, Daytona right now, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Tulsa, but I want to kick off with... Quarter midgets are happening at New Smyrna Speedway right now, so talk to us about that because that is a huge deal. It's the
1: twenty-second <coughs> annual running of the Little Five Hundred at uh, the Little New Smyrna Quarter Midget Racing Association. It's the it's the little track inside the New Smyrna Speedway. This is something that you know I built along with a couple other people, and certainly it was it was a Mark Martin idea. Um, it was Mark was you know in those days the cup guys were leaving on Thursdays and not getting home until Sunday or Monday, and so um, his son Matt was racing quarter midgets over in Apopka, and they were, but they were racing on Friday night and he couldn't be around to see it uh, not and and if you know Mark it's not just a matter of seeing it I mean really to be a part of it and be hands on, and so. The question was posed: Hey, do you think we could get a track in in Daytona, New Smyrna, and uh, and oh by the way, can we run on Wednesday night so that Mark can be with you know be with Matt and and that all happened uh, and actually it happened quite um, the meeting was was positive. There was never any pushback. It was always about how can we do it, when can we do it. You know, and and New Smyrna Speedway and Robert Hart particularly, um, he was at the meeting and he, he, yep, let's do it. We can do it inside the Speedway, so that's down in the Turn 1, Turn 2 area um, in the infield of the New Smyrna Speedway. I never in a million years thought they would give up that space, um, but they did, and it saved a lot of money because the infrastructure that that's required to do all that stuff: lights, electricity, um, concessions, restrooms, just stuff that you you know, water, um, just things that you need to to get develop the parking lot. All the all those things we didn't have to do most of that because it was right there, um, and so it made it a much more economically friendly uh, uh, undertaking. And now that's 22 years ago, and and uh, we've sponsored. Daytona Dodge has sponsored the Little New Smyrna 500 every year that it's been in existence. Um, puts on we put on this event. Uh, they've had some rain challenges here, uh, especially today. Um, and um, um, but there's 184 quarter midgets at New Smyrna Speedway, and they started parking. The day after Christmas, and um, it's <laughs> if you go down there and you pull in, you're going to go, what in the world? Um, the some of the rigs, they'll take your breath away for sure. Um, <clears throat> but uh, they'll be racing. They they'll be racing right through, potentially now through Saturday because of what the rain did. I don't know if they can get it all in by by the end of the day on Friday. But uh, no admission charge. Um, just uh, just come on in, watch, enjoy. Come go as you ple- as you please. You have to sign a release so that you know you you understand what you're doing. But um, all all I mean from from all over the country, there are people here, and um, so very excited about it. It continues to be um, a very popular event in in the quarter midget. Uh, Family and industry, and uh, we're proud to host it. That's for sure.
0: Well, and I've mentioned this before, and you you said it. You used a good word. uh, It'll take your breath away because uh, the trailers and the rigs and all this is serious racing, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a bunch of little kids uh, out there uh, with uh, so-called race cars, quarter midgets. Uh, This is, I mean, there's a ton of money put into the cars. These, uh, these kids have uh, you know suits. They got trailers. I mean, it's a it is a big deal, and uh, awesome to watch. It, it's serious racing. I mean, the fans are on their feet uh, most of the laps around the track. So this is this is uh, definitely worth showing up. If you've never been, you're going to go and, and end up being a race fan. Am I right?
1: Oh, there's no doubt. And you know you you'll be you'll be surprised. Even kids from the ages of five years old all the way up to. 17 years old can do this now they they don't race a five-year-old doesn't race against a 17-year-old but um you know safety protocol is incredible um it's it's just uh it's a it's a fourth you know quarter midget being the operative um terminology it's one-fourth the size of a full-on USAC uh, sprint car and um uh, Uh, You know, some of the greats have come through the quarter midget ranks and uh, uh, it starts here. So, uh, you know, Jeff Gordon talks about it a lot. He was a quarter midget racer. Uh, I watched Tony Stewart get in a quarter midget and race with our kids back when we built the track. That's 22, three years ago now. And um, so it's, uh, you know, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano. I mean, it just goes... uh, on and on and on you if i I start naming names you'll be you'll be surprised, but it does give you a real perspective the, the, these guys these kids go around this racetrack. I was down there last night for qualifying for some of the different divisions, and you know six seconds. I want you to think about how much can happen in six seconds and how quick your your reflexes need to be the the hand eye coordination and the courage that these kids have it's It's remarkable.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, uh, no fear. These young these youngsters are uh, out there on that racetrack to win, and there's uh, male and female out there. Uh, yes. They give it their best, and they're not afraid. <laughs> no doubt about it. No, not afraid.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, it's it's worth. I mean, you know, if you don't want to spend the whole day, that's fine. But it's worth going out and just kind of taking a just to see it, especially if you've never seen it. Uh, if you because if you've seen it once. You'll be back there again. Um, but if you've never seen it, you should make the time to go by and look at it. The other thing is, it's not a bad thing to have, to take your children and let them see if you're thinking about getting them involved in something. Um, right. You know, it doesn't cost anything for you to find out whether they like it. Exactly. Or not. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Definitely, definitely a family event. And as you said, they come from all over the country. What'd you say? 189? Is that what you 180, said?
1: 184 is what I was told. Yeah.
0: Gosh, that's a bunch of them. No doubt about that. Well, check that out, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, one of the reasons why we're recording early, I wanted to, uh, to cover the Tulsa shootout. Uh, Randy, we mentioned this, uh, last week. Over 1600 total entries are on hand for the shootout this week in Tulsa at the IPE building over there. Uh, Kyle Bush is competing in the outlaw wing. And this is, this is micro sprint. Is what this is, ladies and gentlemen. So you got Kyle Busch competing in the outlaw winged and non-winged classes. You're going to like this one, Randy. He will be uh, racing alongside his son, Brexton. So, you know, we were talking last week, what in the world is Kyle thinking? Well, he's thinking about Brexton. He's already talked about Brexton's future and his involvement in it and so on and so forth. You've got the opportunity to race with Daniel, so you know what that's like. Uh, also, Haley Deegan is in the non-winged outlaw and winged A-class, and she'll be racing uh, with her fiancé, Chase Cabre. I guess is how you pronounce his last name. Jesse Love is uh, in all four of the Premier Micro Divisions, so there's a name, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be hearing a lot more uh, of with Jesse Love. Christopher Bell is there, and he's filling a car for the winged and non-winged outlaw classes. And uh, uh, Chase Briscoe, Another driver fielding cars in this event. So, uh, that's all the names as far as NASCAR that I have. But, uh, you know, I was watching this. It's inside, so it's pretty loud and, uh, it's a dirt track, of course. And, uh, qualifying last night, there was like five or six at a time. And man, it's, it's scary from, from my perspective, you've been behind the wheel. Uh, a sprint car is set up different than any other car, but uh, it's it's exciting. Let me say it not scary, exciting to watch them from a fan perspective. I'm sure driving them is pretty exciting too, Randy.
1: Well, you know, they do. So Daniel's driven a micro sprint up in, uh, up in North Carolina, and, um, you know, he he talks about what a thrill it is. And again, it's that same thing. I mean, it's uh, hand eye coordination and, um, you know, it, it helps a lot. Um, so, I see. Uh, you know, in some of the names you've mentioned, um, Christopher Bell is a, is a dirt track specialist. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we've talked about this. These off season things are that, that are not something that are part of the, um, a part of what you do. Uh, your your main job. It's always, a, it's, it's always a bit of a gamble. Um, you know, Daniel has helping a lot at the quarter midget track, and uh, I've had to explain to him, hey, look, there's certain things you can do and certain things you can't do because, you know, you can't be, get injured doing something um, that's going to keep you out of what you're supposed to be doing. So it's tough, it's, it's a, it's a, especially to say that to a 20-year-old kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's lots of youngsters. 1600 uh, entries, so it, it is serious competition. Randy, I don't know how much horsepower they have. You probably do, but they are super fast and they weigh nothing. So <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm looking at them go around. I can't figure out how they keep them on the on the track.
1: Uh, yeah, well, there's a very there's a very thin margin between being on the track and being in the air, and um, and if you've watched it enough, you'll find them get in the air. Um, so the, the the combination of of you know torquey horse, torquey motors, more torque than horsepower, um, and lightweight is it's just built to go fast. There's just no other way to put it. And it's similar whether it's a micro sprint or you go you go to a, a World of Outlaws sprint car. I don't think I've ever been in a race car that I thought more that I had more fun in my life than a World of Outlaws sprint car. Even though I said it was one I would, it was a car I would never drive. I mean, I, I, I kept my word to uh, actually Dave Blaney, and um, uh, you, you know he he asked. I asked him to do something, and he said he would, and then he said, "But the condition was, you have to drive my sprint car." And of course, I said no, and then eventually I said yes, thinking it would never happen. Well, that <laughs> that, that never happened day uh, finally arrived. And so I had to I had to go do it, and to, reluctant would be the mildest way to put it, but I mean thrilled
0: beyond description when I was done. Absolutely I phenomenal. I can yeah. imagine. Well, and there's a big wing on those cars for a reason, yeah. right, Randy?
1: Yeah. Oh, it helps, man. I'll say it helps. It gives it. That's a confidence booster right there. I can promise you that.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, folks, if you're running around in Tulsa, because of course you you can hear us worldwide, get over to Tulsa uh, at the IP building over there uh, for the for the shootout. It's a big time. And speaking of shooting out, and how fast time goes by on January 6th at the New Smyrna Speedway, uh, the Red Eye 50 50 kind of kicks off the season over there and rolls into the World Series, and on we go. Uh, it, it it's that time. It's happening.
1: Well, it's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, a race that a lot of people use um for warm up for the speed for speed week uh for the World Series of Asphalt out there. A lot of the, a lot of the super late and pro late model drivers will come out and and tune it tune up for uh uh the the race the World Series of Asphalt uh and this year I I I think that the 6th is a good date because um when it's too close to New Year's the weekend is too close. to meters. it tends to be a little bit lighter uh, in uh, in participation, but because you've got a little bit of margin there between you know Monday and and the weekend, I think the car count will
0: be will be pretty good. Yeah, that no, there's no doubt about that. Saturday the sixth, so you got a week right there, and then as you said, Randy, it just it rolls right into the World Series of Asphalt uh, uh, practice or the first night of that is February eighth. So. That's going to come up, kick off speed week and, and rolling right along. And then, uh, kicks country will be uh, out live on Thursday, January 18th, uh, at Volusia Speedway Park for the dirt car sunshine nationals kicking off there and then right into the sprint car shootout and then right into the dirt car nationals, uh, which kick off in February there. So. Daytona is going to be the place to be, and we didn't even mention Daytona Five Hundred and all that yet. I mean, there's going to be a lot of racing uh, starting next week and and on through the season.
1: Well, you know, I think that, in, this is where my bias comes in a little bit. I, uh, you know, I, I think it's one of the great things about local radio is the ability to go do this. You know, so many times um, radio stations have become what our local radio was all about. Which was the community and what's going on in the community and the connecting to the community. So many times that has all gone. It's gone away with syndicated programming, and I'm uh, I'm uh, thrilled that uh, uh, you know that, that this local radio group still does local radio the way local radio should be done.
0: Well, we're very fortunate in that, and I appreciate that because we are privately owned. You know, I've worked for the big companies, Clear Channel and Cox. This is a privately held company, so we still get to. Uh, and you kind of said it well. is we get to do things like we used to, uh, when when radio was really really relevant, and, and we, we we're real fortunate to be in a, a marketplace between Daytona and St. Augustine that's accepted us. So, yeah, good point. Uh, and we we will be there. You're gonna you're gonna see us do lots of live stuff around racing as we go speaking of live stuff we're going to take a quick break and we're going to kind of come back and uh we're going to touch base on a pretty big christmas present from the dale jr foundation uh so don't go anywhere but we'll be right back we are brought to you this evening by daytona dodge crash for jeep and ram daytona's garage bush beer daytona beverages daytona on tap solar fit and southeastern sports we'll be right back
2: It's almost bush o'clock.
1: A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold, bush. Enjoy it responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
2: Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bonnell. Come and see the largest selection of in stock firearms in Flagler County. 60 day same as cash layaway. We've got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered.
1: Daytona's Garage is a dream factory where the improbable becomes reality. Being a dream of performance, design or style. We make the blank canvas of your vehicle into a personal masterpiece. Detail, commitment and craftsmanship transforms your dreams into something enjoyed for the miles ahead. Simple to complex, we're devoted to putting imagination into your driveway. The Daytona's garage, your ride, our passion. Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at
2: solarfit.com and set yourself free.
0: SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside. Uh, Randy, you know what? We we didn't even say it, but we had so much going on. But we are uh, we are in the last program of the year, so it's time for Happy New Year's. This weekend, uh, we turned to 2024, and amazingly but true, 2023 uh, has been a quite interesting year. 2024 is going to bring some interesting things. We've got the election and all things uh, coming up, but uh, Happy New Year, Randy.
1: Happy New Year to you and everybody else that's uh, that listens to us and has been around listening to us for a long time. And uh, you know, I look forward to 24 and, uh, you know, what uh, you know, the racing season is going to bring and uh, just very excited about uh, what's going on with, uh, with Daniel and what's going on in the sport. And, uh, you know, I think it's cool to have a champion um, – for, for me, I have a lot of connections to the Blaney family going way back when I lived in northwest Pennsylvania. So um, I think it's great to have a reigning champion from, um, at least his family's from that part of the world. Um, and, uh, you know, he knows where it is. He certainly lives in North Carolina. But uh, um, I, I think it's very, 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 very cool for sure.
0: Well, and, and, again, throwing back a little bit to early days of trackside and another good memory, um, I'm sure you'll remember uh, we had a very shy young man who had just just uh, started in the truck series, and his dad came along beside him and joined us on the program, and, and that was uh, Ryan and his, and his dad. Uh, uh, we could just get barely get Ryan to talk. <laughs> he was pretty shy at that time. But another highlight of the show, and now he's a NASCAR champion.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great story, um, you know, and that's a third generation racer right there. Um, you know, his dad was a racer, and I don't know if he's still running some some more outlaw stuff for All Star Sprint Cars this this year or not. Um, the um, uh, uh, but his grandpa, uh, you know, Lou Blaney. Uh, that he's he was he was world famous in that area uh, you know for running uh, the number 10 uh, Frank Crash was the name of the car owner Christ brothers um uh, were the owners of the car yep Christ, that's the truth uh number 10 sprint car and uh Lou won a lot of races uh, Tri City Leonardville, uh, Sharon Speedway Mercer Speedway uh, he also ran modifieds um I think he ran a few um uh, uh, stock car stuff but but mostly mostly open wheel stuff was, was loose forte. Um hence Dave Blaney being a being a just an amazing world of outlaw sprint car racer. Uh Dale Blaney, Dave uh, Dave's brother, and then uh, of course now now Ryan, um and a champion, uh NASCAR champion that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool legacy right there.
0: Yeah. Big time. No doubt about that. Well, speaking of champions, not necessarily a NASCAR champion, but uh, a great Christmas story right here. The Dale jr. Foundation raises $1.3 million in 2023, uh, supporting 59 organizations. Uh, and, and that's, that's a growing number by the way. There's a whole list of them right here, but, these are young people that uh that foundation uh, are helping dreams come true uh and health and many other areas right there but dale jr um i mean you know a beloved individual uh, for lots of reasons uh and still rolling along we we talked last week about the possibilities of him getting into the cup uh, as an owner one of these days etc cetera, etc cetera. but this is uh Something that he's done on the side there with the Dale Jr Foundation 1.3 million dollars in 2023 Randy that's big time.
1: Yeah, it's um um you know I think that Dale Jr I I like what, what the way he is transitioned. You know, he's transitioned into broadcasting, um ownership, um philanthropist. Uh, he's done it really 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 well. Um you know, and and, and his occasional uh, Xfinity races that he does are pretty solid too, and and then he throws in a, a couple of late model races here or there. So I I've, I think um, I've all, I've been impressed with him um, for a very long time, um, and quite frankly, and I you know I guess I'm a little sorry to say it this way, but since his since his dad passed. Um, uh, that's where all of my respect—not well, all, but most of my respect—has uh, come because there are so many different choices that he could have gone down a different road, and yep. uh, many different roads. But he—he went—he—he he went down the right road, and—and um, um, and, and that was a choice. That wasn't a demand. That was his choice. And so I have a great deal of respect and admiration for how he has conducted his life since what some would call the best of all time. You know, I I would tell you that I put him in the category, but you know, there's a there's a guy that used to drive the number 43 that I kind of rank way up there too.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, I get you. No doubt about that. I'm with you, and a lot of a lot of folks feel that way. Okay, Randy. You know, the segment of the show when I have to ask you a serious question, I know this scares you. Yes, but, uh, it does. <laughs> so, so we have an audio here and it's from Sheldon Creed and, uh, you and I both, you, uh, know Richard Childers Well, uh, we all know as race fans, the history of, uh, RCR and what kind of a guy Richard Childers is and what he's done for the sport. And, and, uh, Bush Again, I never thought I'd be a Kyle Bush fan, but I am one in the number eight right now. Uh, You know, some issues with Sheldon Creed. uh, He left. Uh, I have a piece of audio that I I want to, you know, news media is talking to Sheldon Creed about the decision and what's coming up. And, you know, he's going to Joe Gibbs and all that. And I want your opinion on this one, on a remark that he makes that you'll hear. Uh, So, Mr. Mark, play that audio. And then, Randy, I'd love to hear what you think.
2: If you would have asked me in August, even September, I was going to go back to RCR and, and really just do the same deal uh, again. And I don't know. I, I've i been frustrated the last two years, really, just, just not running well. And it, it just gets irritating, right? You feel like you're putting in a lot of work. And I feel like I was, I don't know, I don't want to say better than the car, but I just felt like... Just felt like that was what was holding me back a lot of the time. So I don't know. I finally think that frustration got to me, and and I started, you know, talking to people, and I was even considering going back truck racing at at some point, just because I was over running how I was, and I wanted to go win races again. So started talking to people, and and uh, kind of Stuart Haas and and Gibbs kind of came down to the last two to to be options and, and uh, yeah, ended up at JGR. I knew I wanted to go and have a shot at, at winning races and not just, you know, falling into a win or, or just winning one or two here and there. I want, I wanted to go somewhere where I felt like I had a shot at winning every week. Right. I think you,
0: you probably heard what I was uh, wanting you to hear there. So I'd love to hear your comments on the, uh, on this.
1: Well, uh, I, I guess I'd put it to you like this. So in all sports, um, you know, all sports where there's a team and you depend on other people, uh, football, basketball, baseball, soccer, um, you know, to, to just to name a few, hockey. It, it never, in my opinion, serves the individual well to... Um, to comment negatively about the team that you just left. Um, You know, I have friends who have been successful athletes, uh, obviously those in the racing business and outside the racing business. Um, uh, You know, I have a friend that was a Major League Baseball player. He played with the Phillies, he played with the Expos, he played with the Pirates, he played with Uh, the Mets Um, I think I don't know if there's more but that'll give give you an idea Um, he played on the World Series 1979 World Series Pirates uh, championship team not once has he ever did he ever say anything bad about um, a team that he played for or that he left he talked about uh, what great deal of respect he had for the Montreal Expos manager Gene Mock. I mean. So, so I, I, what I, what I'm saying is, I don't think Sheldon did himself any favors um, in the way that he, in the way that he spoke there. Um, I can hear the frustration, uh, and I, and that's real, um, and um, um, and he feels like he's done his part. I get that. And in that I completely understand. But you know, when you leave, it should be more about what a great opportunity because at the end of the day, what he did in the truck series, the opportunity to go to work for RCR. Right. And and what right. he did and what he did, believe it or not, at RCR Created the opportunity for him to go work at Jill Gibbs Racing, or nice. as he mentioned, potentially Stuart Haas Racing. So yeah. he, so you you got to you got to remember that while maybe it it didn't go the way you wanted it to go, there was still quite a bit of good that came from it because um, the other organizations um, looked at what you were doing and said, and, and how you perform, and said, yeah, we, we're we going to take a shot with this guy. So I don't think, um, you know, fussing about the organization that you're leaving, I don't think anything is served, no, no good is served by that, not in my opinion.
0: Well, what, I've rooted what struck for Creek. Right, right. What, what struck me of all of it, and I, and I get that, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I understand what you're saying. I know... Uh, I got my college education through a sport, baseball. I remembered how humbled I was to be on that team. Uh, You know, wow, I I actually am on a college team. And for someone to say, I mean, just from my perspective as a big fan, I've never driven a race car. Closest I've gotten is I sat in a cup car. But to say I'm better than the car, that's what really, really got me. Okay, if you're dissatisfied with your team and performance and all that, but that one really kind of like punched me in the face so you well know, i'm I'm better than the car because r c r well uh i think Kyle bush got some wins last year in an r c r car and I, I think over the few seasons in the past that there's been some r c r wins I don't know that just hit me hard maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of it than it is
1: well i i think um you know i i get it i mean there, especially if you're a if you're in a team sport, um, you know I get what you're saying, uh, and I and I think that, um, I, I think that Sheldon believes in his ability, which is great, uh, mm-hmm. to to drive a race car, and he needs to feel the way he feels, he needs to have that that kind of aggressive, um, I'm pretty dang good at this uh, attitude. Uh, because you know you're going to you there are others who have the same attitude and you have to fight you have to fight your way through that sometimes um i i just think though that at the, it's it's kind of like this um you know you're you're a baseballer so let's say you finished um sixth in an eight division eight, 18 division and you batted 360 and uh but you finished sixth mm-hmm and you say, well, you know, I did my job, but they sucked. Well, nobody cares to hear that. Uh, no, sir. no, sir. Right? I mean, it, it, it doesn't really matter. And, and a lot of times, um, let me tell you, there's, there's times when he's right. The driver's better than the car. Sometimes that happens. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's sometimes the car's better than the driver. That happens, too. But you always got to remember it's a team sport. And um, and I think, uh, you know, I, I, at the same time that I'm saying what I'm saying, I think you got to put this in context. When did he say it? What did he just experience? You know, what happened to cause this? Um, I haven't heard yep. the same kind of stuff from the organization, though, right? I mean, I you know, I know he got a little bit of grief from, um, oh, gosh, I'm going to go blank here, but. But but you haven't heard Richard Childress come out and say, "Hey, uh, you know, Creed, blah blah blah." It's it's just what's disappointing is if you really understand the RCR group, they want to win as bad as anybody that goes to the racetrack any day. I mean, yeah, they I mean, are have quite committed. an investment too. Yeah. yeah, they're committed to winning. So yeah. It's unfor—it's just unfortunate. This is like a this is like a, a, a you know, a bad marriage, and it broke up. Honestly.
0: Yep. Well, I guess I would say I was disappointed. You know, these young these young guys, I I really root for the young guys. I think they're doing a lot a lot for the sport and all that. So, a lot of people look up to them and all that. And I was just disappointed. Anyway, moving on. I I want to say this. This is pretty cool uh, story that I've got here. And you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we tease about Danica and. So on and so forth. And, uh, uh, but I would tell you both of us, Randy and I both have a great deal of respect for Danica and what she did and what she did for the sport and as a person, etc. i I got to stand up for her again. She, um, made an appearance at the Turning Point USA event and, uh, which is a very pro America, very positive organization, a lot of influence on young people, et cetera. And she got a ton of Criticism. I am not a big social media fan. I I would tell you, ladies and gentlemen, probably told you that before. Got a lot of criticism, criticism on that uh, for making that appearance, and she, Randy, she stood up for herself. And so uh, today's uh, person of the week is Danica Patrick. I was very proud of her.
1: Yeah, I, I think that it's it's kind of a little bit. There's things that Danica has said that. Clearly, I don't agree with, right. um, but but at, but at the same time, she should be able to say what she wants. You know, I, Richard Petty is one of those guys that I, I, when I hear people get in grief for what they've said or what they've done, socially, is you know, hey, don't ask me if you don't want me to tell you, right? right. I'm gonna, and that's his answer. He says, if you don't want to know the answer to the question, don't ask the question, because I'm going to tell you the answer, whether that's publicly. Um, Accepted or it isn't It's the way I feel And I'm not trying to please the public I'm just answering your question And I think Danica should be able to go to uh, You know and, and I think she does understand I mean she goes to what she wants to go to And she's going to take criticism uh, for For certain things And she's going to get accolades by people For certain other things And it's just part of it It's part of being a public figure Quite honestly That's the way it goes
0: Yep Yep. Well, I just, uh, you know, I love the principle that we were built on in the U.S. to be able to say what you feel, say what you want. So I w- I'm proud of her. We have blown through our time. I'm going to close with this one, Randy. This is a good one. We were talking about the, the uh, die cast last week, the Lionel uh, top ten that they put out, and uh, the number one seller. Can you make a guess?
1: Oh, I mean, I I I, I would guess it's the Harvick's. Uh, uh one
0: of the Harvick diecasts has to be. You're a smart guy. There's no doubt about it. And know a lot about NASCAR. Harvick's number 29 throwback is the top selling by quite a ways diecast. It is a good looking throwback paint, uh, paint scheme and a great way to honor Kevin Harvick as he retires uh, uh, from the Cup Series. So I thought that was pretty cool. And those are really, really cool, including the Daniel Die 43 diecast. Those are, they did a great job at Lionel course, you and I. Is, uh, well, maybe, maybe you, maybe you remember electric trains. You may not have had them oh, as young as you years. are, but, but for oh, me, yeah. Lionel made electric trains. I mean, what a what a company! And uh, so, congratulations to Harvick on that. And ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to you for making it through 2023. We have a lot to look forward to in 2024. It's going to be another great year in racing, a great year for our country. So we'll uh, we'll wish you a happy new year and look forward to seeing you right here with lots of cool new things that we're going to do right here on trackside. See you next year. Happy New Year!
1: Happy New Year, everybody, and we'll see you at the racetrack.